you mean, you people? Cause I'm dreaming. That Leave is pretty me good. Alone. <laughs> is that a Chappelle? He said, don't draw a dick on me. That's a Chappelle joke too, right? Where he's what? like, he's like, he's like, I don't smoke weed anymore with with black people, with just with white people. Just party with them is kind of fucked up because like you pass out, they do some fucking borderline gay shit to you. Like Dave passed out when you put a carrot in his ass. <laughs> Ride the roller coaster, buddy. There you go. Yeah, you getting it? Oh, he's like a champ. Are yeah. we recording? Yeah, we are. Nice. I like when the music doesn't fade out. Can we do an episode with like a score sometime? Do you want to score an episode, James? I'd love to. I just worry about any C and D's for you, because fuck, I could do eighty-nine minutes of Tool tonight, and I'd be oh. a okay. What would? What did you call it? The cool. new Tool album. No, came no, no. Out but what did you say you would do with the new Tool album? Eighty-nine minutes of it. So but what was the word you score? Used? Score. No, I said, would you score it? And then you said a phrase I'd never fucking heard before. And you're oh. like, I could do 89 minutes. Oh, of I'd be afraid album. of the C and D. What is that? Cease and desist. Yeah. Oh, uh, I Pol- thought we weren't on YouTube. We're on 12 fucking platforms. And no, someone's going to catch on. You never know. <laughs> and, you know, it's just better to avoid that kind of bullshit. James, but. would you like a dab? <sighs> it's not as strong as the stuff last time. It's, fuck. I don't think there's anything as strong as that stuff last I time. I had shit that was 99.97%, dude. That was awesome. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> I paid pretty... 50 bucks for a half gram of it. Jesus to shit. To put into perspective. I was like, I have to know. I have to know what it's like. Hello. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the closest you can get to 100%. Like I... <laughs> you want I mean... It... Don't be a bitch about it. What do you have to do? You're home. You t- <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. We're in your basement. <laughs> this is actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and Armstrong's wrecked. Hello? No, my voice is fucking. Yeah, man. It should yeah. collapse my goddamn throat. This is actually pretty good. The beer? Yeah. What is it? Barrel Project Zinfandel Sour Ale. So is that where they age it in like a whiskey barrel or whatever? Like we're trying to do with that? <laughs> Ooh, what's the status on that? Do we get to name it or what? Uh, probably not. Because uh, <coughs> um, we're still almost six months out from having that. I actually get to go taste it on Wednesday. What does six months have to do with whether or not we get to put our name on it? Because we still got time to figure out what the fuck's going on with it. What are we going to call it? I... Do want to, the problem is is the person that is our current art director yeah put in there two weeks oh yeah that's right autumn yeah fuck so well Who's, fuck also autumn is the fucking autumn is the commissioner of my fucking fantasy football league yeah how's that gonna work yeah I don't know your fucking fantasy football league no, I'm just is saying. that when you wear your fucking jeans <laughs> to your fantasy fucking football yeah yes yeah so yeah I definitely wore my fucking jeans that night cause I dude I got so high the other night that I fell asleep and like fully dressed I woke up the next morning like my shoes still on oh I hate that and yeah. I was like oh these are my sleeping jeans <laughs> I almost texted you but it was like five in the morning and I was like no I'm gonna let him sleep <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't respond until I woke up because I'd sleep through anything once I'm out, I'm out. I'm not. Uh, I'm not one of those people. I just keep my phone on silent most of the time. Yeah. Oh. My bad. Force a habit. Yeah. <laughs> you seemed offended that you were right. offered that. No, never. I didn't know. I don't smoke. 
<laughs> just dab once a week. <laughs> once, a, once a week. Whenever I see pass right there. I'm telling you, it helps my lung capacity, dude. When I come I believe here, it. I believe I it. I can feel it. Oh, just from coughing like, yeah. like, oh, that's like I did in college? <laughs> my doctor, my doctor, she was like, how is it that you have a lung capacity like that, but you still need an inhaler? And I was like, I don't know, just sometimes I can't catch my breath. <laughs> so I want to, and I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Last week, you may recall that I got entrenched in a dialogue with some people. Um what people? Oh, I had a wonderful dialogue with some people that are Antifa. Like they contacted the show the first time we had like a contacted caller or something? Oh, no. no. This was a Facebook This was post, what yeah. I got. Oh, in, okay, okay. I got into it like early in the day. And it's one of those like I normally wouldn't have um, responded to. But he's a friend of mine and he posted something and I was just trying to make a joke. Of like, you know, he was just like, fuck Republicans, they're fucking fascists or Nazis or some such nonsense. And I was just like, hey, buddy, I'm a registered Republican. I listen to you and I believe you listen to me. If genders aren't binary, why do politics have to be? And that basically got me involved in a whole long Oh, good God, that is a great question, though. <coughs> right. Like, well played, James. Yes, that is actually... Lean in yeah. and give me a five. That, that is that's that a is, solid question. Yeah, that is an un, yeah, that's a question that could that people should ponder more of. Actually, that's very that's great. That should be, that should be on a people, fucking t-shirt. People are surface level thinkers. Nobody thinks that far beyond what they really believe. So you just ding something in their head. So now they have to come up with something. What did they come up with, James? Well, so and oh, I have to go down to where things get kind of interesting. Do you need a second? Because I have a follow-up question. Go for it. How many people do you think are actually capable of thinking out a conversation as it's happening versus just like that auto-programmed response that we talked about so often? Like, what do you think, think the ratio is? Oh, uh, dude. It can't be very better small. than like <clears throat> six to one. Very small. Very, very small, man. You got to understand. Maybe it's just- 10? One in 10? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Because I get in trouble a lot. This is I get in trouble, but I get myself out of trouble because I know what I'm saying. I don't say shit where I cannot back it up yeah. with, with logic. But I'll say something, and it'll be controversial. So somebody will come with the usual emotional attack and sure. try to get the they try to bring other people in. They try to garnish other attention because they know they can't they can't this this point isn't their own. It's a group mentality. So they try to bring the group in to help them. So what I do is like, okay, that's the bait. The bait is to say something crazy. And to get them in there, and then I start breaking down their ridiculous points, point by point. And I make them see. I'm like, you you don't have to agree with me, but I'm saying that your point is very short-sighted. I'm looking at the whole, whereas you're just looking at something particular that's pretty much rooted in your uh, prejudice and your bigotry. But go, my bad. Go ahead, James. So um, this, again, I've discovered that this person, as well as some other people in my life <laughs> that I consider to be good friends, like yeah. I don't think they're bad people. I like them. I spend time with them. I enjoy their company. But there is this one thing that I just don't understand, and that's where this is where I really got entrenched. And that's when somebody, I'm not going to use names because it's not worth it, but one person said, I guess the only ethical option is to kill all Republicans. What? Okay. To which my friend replies, I'm good with starting with fascists who claim to be Republicans. The appropriate response to fascists is, of course, punch Nazis. Huh? 
So this is like this is we, we've had that debate. Right. I'll argue punch Nazis all day. Um, and so it sort of goes on, and then I'm sort of following this, and I'm like really I'm getting a little riled up. But I was just so after reading through a whole lot of stuff that was just like, you know, Republicans are Nazis and all Nazis are Republicans, you know, that kind of argument. Yeah. And I said, well, what about the fascists that claim to be Antifa? Because if you look, and I know this, if you look at fascism, it's fundamentally trying to oppress people that believe differently than you, shitting on democracy, having an authoritarian type government, all these things, but in the definition of fascist is the qualifier, a right wing idea. Yeah. Like only people on the right can be fascist is in the dictionary. And so by asking this question, what I really wanted was to have people say, well, shit, I do all of these things that I accuse fascists of doing. And, but I'm not a fascist somehow. This, this is how Jay, I was actually writing something on this is that <clears throat> you know how you, you know why you do the things you do you can back it up with with, with circumstances with things that, that have happened to you you know why you arrive at a conclusion to do something that may not be the greatest thing other people you just see their action and we have this tendency to believe negatively of other people so we just assume that they're bad people because they're doing bad things although people do although that person would be doing the exact same thing. That's why I try to tell people about black people and racism. I'm like, black people are developing the exact same attitudes white people have. They're just not in a position to enforce them the way white people did. But if we did get in that position, they would. Yeah. And I'm like, it's the same attitude. And like I say, I'm always about personality and attitudes. It's that's the problem is that we don't look at we 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 get we get caught up on words. Words. Because we've substituted words for content of character. Dude, isn't it crazy how, like, just everyone, like, there's so much pressure just put on words now? Because these people are soulless. They don't have anything inside of them. That's why everyone, everyone takes shit literally, not, not like, figure, it's, yeah. It's being lazy on the part of humans. We don't want to dive into people because when you dive into people, you find all the things you hate about the world are essentially inside of you. You find all of those things that you hate inside of you, so we don't want to dig no deeper than surface level. So we can go off what a person says. Like, the whole thing with Dave Chappelle and his special. I bet if you met Dave Chappelle, I've met Dave Chappelle. He is the nicest motherfucker in the world. I guarantee you it is. But you want to look at his words and try to put in, put over him this idea of, your, of, of who he is off his words because you don't want to meet him. Because you don't want to find out he's cool. You don't, want to, you don't want to involve nothing else in your life that's going to make you have to wonder anything else than what you know. It's laziness. So... I after a whole long interchange and this is a, a lot during last week's show I'm skipping yeah. over a lot of that but it basically I wanted I kept asking this one person in particular um, <laughs> you probably did that shit all week didn't you uh, no it, was, it only lasted until the next day um, because then I had to punch out I couldn't I, and you'll understand why that I had to just be like nope this oh, no, I gotta I step away I'm well aware you know what happened well I know what happened but I, I am the author of a 1000 commented fucking post <laughs> All right, I am the author of one. I know my phone was going off like it was a beeper to a drug dealer. Like it was just every because dude, it wouldn't fucking stop. And then like people, and then they're like, "You saw the fucking post." It was when I kind of was like, 
kind of quasi. I, mean, I remember the incident, but I have no. I don't know if you tried to get me to identify the post in a lineup. I'd yeah. be like, oh fuck, I don't know. It's yeah. probably the black guy. <laughs> but no, but like just the, like the pressure that goes into it. I know what you're talking about, man. It's just it's fucking. And it's the point where like, why am I even fucking doing this? Like, and then you, that's when you tap out. But my tap out happened because I felt like I authored it. I didn't want to be the first guy to bounce, you know? I didn't want to, like, throw a grenade into a sure, fucking room and close the door. Oh, that's one of my favorite things to yeah. do. I'll post something dumb on Instagram, and I'll let people argue. I wouldn't even respond. It's like I never... <laughs> but, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, but go ahead. So, um, after a long back and forth of me saying, please tell me what you believe fascism is, not what is fascism. Yeah. Tell me what you believe fascism to be, and this is what was going on. I finally get to a head where I was just like, hey... Just please tell me what you think it is so we can continue to ga- engage in productive dialogue. Like, I'm not, I just sure, need to. Sure, yeah, you just need to know where he stands. Correct. Yeah. And so then I get this long post about, you know, I have to blah, 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 like shitting all over everybody. It's like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King talked about how the moderate white liberal is a lot more problematic than the open bigot. And then it's about killing Nazis. And I was like, so advocating killing people with dissenting attitudes is not fascism? Like that's pretty much, and then that opened their floodgates. It was wow. really fun, yeah. and after a lot of really well worded things, I I think I had to. Uh, what was the post that made you just go, "Not nah, done"? I think yeah. It was what was the one. tap out moment at this point? Because yeah. I'm never going to read any of this. I've already lost interest. That's fair. We can move on. No, I want to know what the end was. I do too, and I have to find because I have to skip a lot. <laughs> did you did you make them see anything different, James? Did you did you get any you one con- of them to acknowledge that that's a different train of thought I have to look into? Not on this thread, but I had people texting me. Going that's like, bullshit. I hate when people do that. Yeah, why? Oh, yeah. I hate when people do that. Yeah, because yeah. they don't want to be associated with it because people are watching them. So yeah, that happens to me. It happened to me probably you a lot. Yeah, for I'll sure. Try. But uh, but um, uh, for me, it's happened like a couple times here and there. So my last com- my last comment is: I will leave this dialogue with the following statement: Evil begets evil. Hating something makes you as bad as those that that hate you. Love wins. The civil rights movement reached success because they didn't stoop to the low level of hate that oppressed it. Be better, not the same than what you advocate against. Time will demonstrate. So on and so on, and then. How fucking long was your diatribe? Jesus, I just watched you scroll like five times. Cause you know white men can't give up on shit. He you probably was doing me. this shit all goddamn week. No, that's right. We, we do not. This is the post that the bitter end. <laughs> I stopped paying attention to what came after it. Guess what? MLK had a closet full of guns, and he also had the deacons of defense during his campaigns. Self-defense is a human right. Don't even try to feed us that hilarious bullshit line of being defenseless because you suddenly you're movement is clearly in the wrong and you refuse to acknowledge it first of all at no time did i say disarmament at no time yeah i didn't even talk about it i was like just don't <coughs> have to go out what, and kill motherfuckers what they're trying to do is they're yourself. trying to bring another hot button issue in to gain support <coughs> from somebody else that feels that way about gun issues and that's, well, also can, also uh in a lot of their heads if you talk to them a lot of the antifa dudes in chicks too, it's it's very inclusive. Ugh, uh, girls. <laughs> but like they already come into the they already come into the interaction, feeling as <laughs> they feeling as if they fucking like are already assaulted. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, it's a victim mentality. It's a victim mentality. So they they see as them punching or hitting somebody that they don't like as a self defense because this guy exists and he's triggering my fucking emotions. So therefore, I consider that assault. That's how they think, and that's what fucks up the uh, whole the, game. 
that so I was yeah. talking what? to a Denver comic that I will not like. I'm not going to throw him under the bus because I'm sure he catches enough of that in his own real existence. Uh, but we were talking about that punch Nazi thing, and I was like, "So could a Nazi just run up and punch you because you don't believe what he believes in?" Yeah. And he goes, "What?" And I was like, "What if you told me some crazy shit like you don't believe in anything but except the dentist is the same thing as the tooth fairy?" Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know." I'm like, "And if I think that that's like a threat to my way of life, I'm I'm allowed to just run up and cold cocky right in the jaw." And he's like, no. I'm like, so why in the fuck do you think you get to do that to anyone, whether or not they're a Nazi? Because Which he's right and they're wrong. He's good. They're evil. So yeah. I just, we had, because this goes so fucking weird. So get, just roll with it. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. It's easy for you to say love wins and preach about sitting there and taking shit because you've never had to deal with laws that systemically target you constantly. This is the white man. <laughs> yeah, I got a question the, the ethnicity and the sex of the author. That would that would be hilarious if it's like, if it's a white. It's man. probably a white. Dude. I'll probably look yeah. at I'll look at it after. I don't want to lose my spot because uh, it's hard enough to find. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, we're all high. And he continues. I know the struggles of those before me. It's up to those alive now to defend those freedoms violently if necessary. And climate change certainly doesn't give a fuck about your love wins and obey the oppressor ideas. Sweet Christ. I agree white liberals are doing it wrong. They lowered the bar to only punching Nazis when in World War II they killed them. Oh, fuck you. This is a guy. Oh, my God. Come on. It's like I couldn't have made that shit up. But, dude, this is why I tell people, enjoy your life. You cannot save these motherfuckers, man. That's too much to disarm right there. That's too much to go down into and ask him individually, why do you think these things? Could you imagine trying to unpack that? (laughs) Dude, y'all really don't understand how many people I talk to personally about some of the shit I put on Facebook. Like, I... Dude, I am the disarmed doctor. I never really get that far, but they ha- I get so deep that they have to admit that, like, okay, I kind of see what's that. I do this all the time, dude. I'm telling you, people are out they fucking minds. You don't understand. <laughs> Every individual person is different shit. Yeah. You like, and in your mind, a logical person, you're like, how did you come to this conclusion? Where did you start? What happened? Like, let me know. And you have to go all the way back down, dude. And it's, it's crazy, man. That's what I'm saying. People are fucked up, and we don't stop to take care of people because everybody is fucked up in a different way, and that's too much time, and we got shit to get to in the future. I, I was, I, I've never seen anybody make it such a poor argument against me. And that's when I knew that I like I'm not winning this. Like if you're yeah. not even paying it, because yeah. this is what this is. If you if I cared to go through the entire fucking thing you'd see that like yeah am i being kind of pokey about shit but i'm not calling them assholes yeah. i'm not saying they're wrong i'm just saying they're doing it wrong yeah that's the day yes yes like yes do, like I believe no me. one is wrong james this is my how i feel and that's just how it is james feelings matter more than logic yes but if they and if you win, can't handle that They'll they better. already won. You quit arguing. They won. <laughs> yeah. You're a fucking well, bitch, yeah. and they're champions, James. Yeah, in their mind, they won, dude. They oh, yeah. Dude, as soon as you tap, that's why I don't even engage in that shit. Yeah, unless it's hard. I, try. I don't even give a shit. Like, honestly, what did you do? How do you even respond to that without other than, 
you're a fucking idiot. Well, that like, would have yeah. been my it's only response. That. I don't, you like, don't, I, I don't call people idiots, man, because they think what they think for a reason. We say, we, we, it's not logical. I'll give you and that. it seems nonsensical, yeah. but to them, it makes sense. And we have to That's, find out what that sense is and work with that. Because us just calling them idiots are just the same thing they're doing. Oh, those guys are fucking idiots because they think that. Ah. Even if we think they're wrong, and no matter how wrong we can factually prove, you cannot talk people out of illusions first, James. You're, you're absolutely right. And that's yeah. why I God, had to step away yeah. because the only thing that at this point through all of the discussion and everything that I put out there to get a response like that, the only thing that I could have possibly put up and felt good about myself is you're a fucking idiot. And that's why I did not reply to it. I just like if that's all I can offer to the argument then fine I'm gonna step the fuck away people evolve at their own rate some people can be born and die and be the and be a fucking fool and that's just what we got it's it's where we at man like I said we fucked up a long time ago we are dealing with psychosis on top of psychosis on top of neuroses on top of everything and there's really no unpacking it right now we just gotta play this hand that we're dealt man just be nice to motherfuckers man because everybody is dealing with this shit yeah I mean that's a valid point I mean, I'm guilty of calling idiots all the time, too, because I'm just frustrated with them. Because, like, again, a lot of this shit, like, I kind of agree with them on. And as far as some political, some. I, I, I agree with the direction they're going, but they're just, they're fucking going full throttle at it. And they're not fucking paying attention. And they're doing crazy shit. And I don't want to be fucking be involved in this shit. I just don't. I, I don't want to wear a fucking mask and go fucking. Like, but that's, that's, the, that's, another, that's another problem, though, is that these people are so neurotic. Yeah. That other people with good sense are just retreating from the, the argument. You cannot take the sense out of the argument. If you feel like you're making sense, it's your duty to go out. If you have a if you feel like you have a dog in this race, you feel like you want things to be better, you have to go out there and make the sense that you think you're making. Put your ideals out there so they can be ridiculed too, so we can get to a better understanding of things as a whole, instead of having these individual I thoughts that these individualized thoughts that are fucking us up when we come together and we find oh you think this well you think that this that let's talk about it. We can have conversations, but it's so ridiculous though, man. Like did y'all see the the, the dread thing? The white people in dread thing I put Oh yeah, I yeah, did, yeah. yeah I did Oh you should see the amount locks. of black women that was in my inbox. Oh yeah, I bet. Because they don't know nothing. They've been told something and they believe it. They're like, oh, there's a meaning behind locks. And I'm like, why can't that meaning be appreciated by the people that appreciate the culture? And I'm plus, plus, it's not a meaning. People had locks because of the environment they was in. It, that's all it was. And it, a, a meaning was created from that. But it essentially was a sense of survival for the area you was in because you didn't have, you had, your hair had to be that way so it could maintain itself because of the environment you was in. That's all it was. That's all it started out as. And then meanings were attached to it because it became a lineage, a traditional thing, because they had it. And they and when we started to differentiate people by how they looked, it just became a meaning associated with it because it was different from other people. But y'all motherfuckers don't like to read shit. So you don't know shit. So you argue dumbass points. That's it. And black women piss me off because they don't listen because they don't have to listen. Because they ain't nothing but uh, every time a woman say some dumb shit, a dumbass dude come and validate it because he want to fuck. And he can't fuck on his own merit. Yep. No, you're fucking bullseye. Fucking right dead center in that fucking red. Not, not the black circle. The red circle. Red dead middle. Ah, dude, I hate this shit. I, he's right. He's completely right. I see it all the fucking time. It's even worse with like stupid ass white dudes who can't get laid. It's a fucking dude. It's on both sides. It's on every it's side. Every, it's everybody. Every yeah. demographic of person has those bitch ass dudes. Yeah. They just, they just agree with women. Yeah. Wholeheartedly, no matter how stupid it is, and then can't even fight. At least be able to fight. Right. At least be able to back it up. Don't I, be a I bitch. blame it on two things. I blame it on 
men being raised up purely by women. Yeah. And then, uh, fuck, I'm really high. I forgot what the other one was. I blame it Mostly, on society too, man. I blame it on technology because there are no jobs left in this world for men to do and have uh, honor and pride in, in doing. You know, now we can just develop um, programs and give it to a computer and they do all the work. There's integrities that are built when you do things with your hands. When you have to figure something out that that creates something inside of you that 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 turns into like integrity and character within you these motherfuckers they don't have any character they don't have anything inside of them they just pick a, a person that they like off of television out of literature off of video games and they emulate that style of behavior and when you start to dig into them and you ask them like why do you believe that why do you like that they don't know they're just pick, they just pick what they like and they're just being that person but they're internally they're fucking hollow wow. right we live in a city of two and a half million Shit's wrong. <laughs> like I talk to Bear, I'm like Bear is Bear. You are you. Jake is Jake. I'm me. You see, what I'm saying a, a change, a, a, a popularity is not going to come and change any of our opinions of anything. We're going to start questioning. Like, wait, hold on, wait. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of weird. With some people, it just happens. Dude, it takes like that. They don't even question. They're like, wait, hold on. We just went from this to this, and you don't want to know why. That's it is all. It crazy. Is. Just ask why. Why is this like this? Why do we need to do this? Oh, they get mad when you do that. I know. They get fucking furious at you. Because it's laziness. Nobody wants to think that hard. You, we're dealing with selfless level thinkers that don't want to think because they're lazy. So when you make them think, they're going to rebel against it. We're so bad to where they've created cultures to be inadequate because they don't want to think. Because to be better, you have to think. You have to use your brain processes to get to be better. So they've created just... Cultures around being inadequate and not being able to get any better than what they are. It's like it's. Oh, I mean, also like when you do kind of question something, or you just just even asking, just not you're not questioning it. You're just asking a question about the thing. They get mad at because I remember one time when someone said first time I ever heard the word the, the uh, term cisgender. First time I ever ever heard it. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, what does that even mean? That's all I said. I'm like, Ooh, even, quick side note: yeah. first time I ever heard the term cisgender, Hamill was pissed off about the term <laughs> cisgender. But I, I honestly didn't know what it was. And like some chick that was sitting like this round table with me just looks at me and goes, "Ugh, what? It's you. You're a cisgendered male. Do you like pussy?" I'm like, well, "Yeah, it's. I'm a fan." Right? No, yeah, it's pretty swell. You ever had it? Yeah, yeah I recommend fucking, it. Yeah. Try it at least. I give it five stars and Yelp. I don't agree with the calls, but I do like the benefit. <laughs> Little pricey. <laughs> I give it five stars. <laughs> up, but uh, but like I'm like now that's what I'm getting called now. Like that what? Like what? It's straight's not fine. Like what? What the <laughs> fuck that's happened? A, that's a great point. Like wait, straight's not fine. Yeah, no. I don't. When? Do, why do we? It get, existed before them, and they want to control everything, so they have to create a yeah. definition for you, so they can control but you. But they like they're they're really micro about it. Where they used to just be macro. You, now it's micro as fuck. I'm telling you, man, you don't understand. Y'all, dude, trust me, man. I don't even know how to put this into words. You don't understand. We are in a society of many people that are walking around with personality disorders. Lots. Lots. I mean, yeah. you really don't understand it because you don't talk to people like I talk to people. Man, I talk to so many different people and I ask them telltale questions. And the things that they say within the, 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 the context of the conversation don't even go together 
in the conversation. You like you just said something contradict yourself in the same conversation, and you don't even see the problem with that. You don't even see no difference in what you're saying. So I'm telling you, you don't understand. It's it's not logical. You cannot deal with people logically. That's why I like Carrie. Carrie is very smart. Carrie is very sharp. She helps me develop a lot of shit. But she is logical. She thinks everything should work in a logical manner. And I'm like, they should. But they don't. Because people don't think in a logical manner. People aren't thinking. They're just doing whatever is being told to them. Actually, Cam Cross, you got something to say real quick? Let me say something real quick. Go for it. Okay, go. So I like You've to look been at, saying it. So. I like to look at like theories of like reality and shit like that maybe you've heard of this so it's this one called uh, you've heard of like the uh the uh the simulation theory because yeah, 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 the uh, that's my actually legitimately my biggest belief because mathematically it, it, it makes a good mathematically it's a great claim it makes a really good claim i, I watched the whole thing it's actually this dude this channel i came across where this dude pretty much breaks everything down into simulation theory like anything you can think of it's genius but I came across uh, genre theory. Have you ever heard of this? No. So it's the idea that the people, the literary people of the world ultimately drive the evolution of society because ultimately we're all playing out things we've either read, seen, or heard that has been written by somebody. And they're saying that there's like a group of people that pretty much cre that create the ideas that literature are based off of and they push human reality the way they want to push it because now you look at how we're all into space you got to understand a lot of people that was into uh lost in space star trek star wars all these things these people have uh, permeated into society so now their thoughts their fantasies are becoming reality of aliens and going to different planets it's pretty cool i thought it was pretty interesting but that's not what i want to say I see what you're saying. I want to look more. Dude, message me about that. I got, I want to look into I got that it more. pulled up here. It, it's actually kind of interesting. I, I mean, I've just been skimming it over while. Like, you think that culture jumpstarts reality? Pretty like, much. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. All right. All right. I could, like, like, if uh, you believe I also it, it will believe happen. That it's, oh, as soon as someone has the idea, it'll happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's once it is, is thoughts precede reality. So, that, I think I was talking about this one day. It's like, once I have a thought in my head, even if I don't know how to bring this to reality, I have the thought. I say it to somebody, it goes into their brain, they're thinking about it, said another person, another person, and the power of those mentalities together, thinking about that thing, will ultimately manifest the people to create that. It'll happen. That's yeah, what I'm it's like how they finally made those Back to the Future shoes with the laces that auto-adjust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Everything is, once humans think of it, it will become a reality eventually. That's why I'm saying we live in the world of our desires. We can create anything but people a lot of people read stuff like that oh you can create things in your mind it's not your mind per se it's ultimately the collect we they look in terms of the human race we are all one thing not the we we think of ourselves as individuals but i mean we're all working towards some individual goal together but we think of ourselves as individuals so we don't really give ourselves the power or the ability or oh, people don't even think like that but like like i say the collective mental of one idea will ultimately manifest that idea no matter how crazy it is you may think this is impossible, but look at the shit we got today that 60 years ago, people were like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it is interesting. It's just like how, and they've broken it down beyond just like literary works, but into like recipes and the way business letters are written Dude, and that how those, it creates a sort of typified response in in you as an individual because of how you experience it like and therefore you can use 
like everything changes accordingly. It's like really, it's it's rich. Like it would be boring as fuck for me to read enough of it for it to make sense. Watch. There's videos on it. Watch the videos. The videos are amazing on YouTube. But no, so I even took it farther because when you think about that in terms of that, you think about, you know, magic. Words being magic. If I can write something down or tell you something that makes you do something you normally wouldn't do, is that not magic? Is that not magic? Magic is making a person do something that they think is impossible, they think they can't do. Sure. You know, that's power suggestion. You know, yeah. shit like that. You know, you think about contracts. You sign your name on a contract. It's just like signing, it's just like a, a blood oath. You have to fulfill that contract or things will happen to you because you don't. Genre is a fairly straightforward concept. This is... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to just right. It's off. a way of classifying it. a text based on its set expectations or conventions. So Star Wars and 2001 both have a space setting. There are spaceships, advanced technologies, so they clearly belong to the sci-fi genre. Zombieland and The Walking Dead both have zombies, themes of survival, a strong male lead, so they clearly are zombie films. Nice and simple. Well, the difficulty comes by the fact is that it isn't simply a case of following an itemized list of conventions. The audience would get sick of that in no time. Instead, genres evolve, they borrow, they adapt over time. So not by the words, way, a worst sci-fi music from ever. 50 years ago, Sounding technical developments are being made to protect mankind. Will probably look nothing like a sci-fi from today. I love you. Forever. And ever? And a while after that. Said in his if you think about that's what it, it's funny. I came upon this because I came after it. I, I post <laughs> I put that post up saying that Disney ruined white women's minds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can concur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. good. <laughs> so, <clears throat> man, okay, I'm just gonna throw this out there because this is a fascinating conversation. But like, legitimately, I believe we are in a simulation. I don't believe that every like you know how you're always talking about how people are hollow and they're crazy. Mm -hmm. I think it's just bad programming. Those people, like, I don't think we're in a simulation, like, by, I don't think anyone's forcing us into a simulation. I don't think it's anything like that. I think that I've lived probably, I don't know, 75, 100 simulations or whatever. Uh, basically, I believe that when I die, you upload back into the cloud or whatever, and they're like, all right, man, what do you want to do next? Like, you, you want to be a cat? You want to be, like, a fourth century soldier? Like... And that's why, like, when people like us find other people like us, we're actually, like, real participants. We're not just background programming to keep everything going. What I like about the simulation theory is that it plays well into religion because that is like reincarnation principles. Is that every time you come back, it's the reincarnation of yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's being reemerged into, back into the, uh, with the simulation, things of that nature. I found a lot of, it, like I say, uh, it's, Everything I, li I see is plausible. People, when you take enough time to really think, you can create up your own theory of everything. Like I like the game theory that life is a game. Everything is just a game. Because you think about if you really think about life, you really think about life as a video game. You got your non-PCs, you got your playable character, your non-playable characters. Those <laughs> the motherfuckers that just buy into the matrix. They're just going along with status quo. You are the protagonist. You can be a villain. You can be a good guy. You can have a you, whatever type of adventure you want to choose. Like the whole thing about me saying, like you, people are playing life on all Madden. You're making your game way too hard for yourself. You're doing this to yourself. You don't have to do it, but you've chosen that game because you feel like you're an expert gamer. So I'm going to give myself the hardest game that I can ever think of, and that's the game I'm gonna play. 
Go ahead. It's plausible. Oh, that's fascinating. It's plausible. That's what I'm saying. If you really start to think about shit, you can come up with almost anything. That's what I love about it. We live in a world where we can manifest anything. I, I guarantee you the guy that has a controller to my life has probably broken that controller at least a half a dozen times. You got a controller <laughs> for your life. That who is it? It's Hindu prism that believes everybody's a face of God, meaning that everybody is manifesting their own reality. So whatever happens to you is what you want to happen to you. No matter how fucked up it is, you just may be a fucked up motherfucker. To where that's this is what I want to happen to me. But as soon as you take control of it, you can change it. Yeah, I'm high as shit. <laughs> I, I'm very, very high right now. Like right at this moment, Hamill's that phase in GTA Five where you set the controller down and went to go get something to drink, <laughs> and then you come back and you just see it following some chick's butt down the screen. Yeah, it's a close. It zooms in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so bad, Hamill's on autopilot. I mean, I know I'm doing. I'm listening. Shit, obviously. <laughs> I'm just. That's fucking heavy shit. I mean, you're not wrong. That's the thing. No one's wrong. I know. No one is wrong. It, you can you can validate or invalidate anybody's point, but no one can give you factual factual evidence that anything is right or anything is wrong. Common core math is wrong. Like is it, that new math? Yes. I don't think so. It, it, no, it, it's just wrong. It should never exist. I don't think so. I think it's a programming. I think it's try, they're trying to make people think in a certain way. So you introduce things that make people think differently. Versus, It may not be the easiest way. It may not be the logical way, but you get to the result. So it's just a different way of thinking. It's like, oh, 10 plus 10. Well, 1 is clearly 1, and O represents the void inside you. So we'll call that 7. And we I'll, add it to another. Yeah. Dude, it's just they need to do that with the religion. They need to change religion to, to, to reflect the ideas of society. This is what's wrong with people. People don't have a purpose. Religion gives people purpose that don't have purpose. But, but the, we're, yeah. they're so bent on making religion permanent. The religion always changed. That's why we have Old Testaments, New Testaments. That's how we got there. It's changed over society. But now we got this thing to where it's like we got arrogant and we forgot we made all this shit up for a reason to where it's like, oh, this is it. For the rest, and it doesn't go anymore. It does. You can disprove it too easily now. No dinosaurs. The devil put the dinosaurs in the ground. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Twice the entire planet was populated by one couple. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> We're out of in that. In just the Old Testament, we've moved on. That's why I keep telling you. If Scientology is around That's for another hundred years, fucking. if Scientology is still around, Scientology will be the new Christianity. It already incorporates space, science, money, the things we love. That's it. That's all we need. That will be the religion. Once everybody that dies off that knows about it, <laughs> and it's, if it's still around, that will be the new thing. That will be what will take place in Christianity. So when Tom Cruise dies in 2208. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to preserve that nigga, man. They, oh, yeah. He's, gonna Tom, he's not going to die. Dude, he will, be, he will be their Jesus. No, he's not. I guarantee no, he he's will, not going to die. They're going yeah. to find. They've already got like. Something. A clone of him ready so that if he gets oh. too old, they just cycle in the Dude, younger one. Do you understand there are so many factions of science now that is bent on making humans immortal? Uh, like, yeah, they are uh, trying yeah, hard. It's fun to read about, but Ooh, it scares me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's serious. Like, it is a legitimately serious thing that the richest people in the world are, punch, are, are pumping massive amounts of money into. So it's going to happen. But the, oh, this is what I believe. Wow. All we're doing is recreating the human being. In the most crudest way possible, because what we're gonna find out when we get when we get to the end of everything, we'll find like, damn, the human being was a perfect fucking machine. It's an organic machine. 
That's all it is. So we're just taking the back end back to what we already are. We're taking out everything. We've outsourced everything. We outsourced our memory. We outsourced our everything from our brains. Every, we, I, this, they got a pill to where you can take, and it mimics exercise now. What? Yeah, it's a molecule that make, it, it, it makes your body believe that you exercise, and your body actually responds in accordance with it. Well, that's that's like uh, that new thing. I think that's actually about to be released to market is a whiskey that tastes like a 10-year-old barrel-aged whiskey, like such that people cannot, like really good tasters can't tell, can't tell the difference that they've made with zero. They made it from a molecule. They basically synthetically created something that takes de- a decade or more to age in a barrel has very unique characteristics that are thought to only be able to gotten that process, but nope, they claim to have one that tastes as good as some top shelf shit. That's like the guy that could, that could like create his own diamonds, like that. There's some guy that made a machine like within like I think a week or two you can like make like catcher mitt sized fucking diamonds. Yeah. And the problem with that is that it would collapse the diamond market. Because that diamond market is bullshit market. anyway. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so a bunch of jewelers and shit were like, yeah. fucking kill. It took the guy that invented the fucking car that runs on water. Like, it was like, yeah, fucking kill this motherfucker right now. Because yeah. he'll, he'll ruin everything. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's what happened. Uh, I love that we live in an age where, like, if you do anything good, bad, and different, or crazy, like, yeah. the internet will find out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> do you? But the guy that. The guy that the, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait. Yeah. Clarify that point in terms of what? Like uh, so just like, something different, or something just a a person that's doing good, a, a person that can be doing well, a person that can be doing bad. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, we live yeah. in an age now to where you can yeah, you can find out. Well, that's why people are so so insecure about making mistakes because we immortalize people by their mistakes now, and you can you can't hide them. Like you used to make a mistake, and just you and maybe the people you made the mistake around knew about it. Y'all can kind of work, you know, what I'm saying work it out. This and the other now. They people know that they can get attention by telling on you by making you look like a fool. Oh my God, that's what they do. Something will happen. They won't say nothing to you, but they'll run a Facebook. This person did this to me, and you and you'll see like, why didn't you? What? I didn't even know. I did anything. Why didn't you say something to me? It's called being a coward. I know. I know. But we make that easier. Yep. <laughs> we didn't used to tolerate that type of shit. No, we did not. We didn't tolerate this shit. You had that. Your wealth was based in your integrity, how trustworthy you are, how reliable you were, this, that, and the other. But we, we made we because we live in society to where we don't necess- we don't hold strong people back, but we make it so weak people can compete. Yeah. And so we we've done it for so long. We people have permeated all the hierarchies of everything, all the government, all the business. So they're doing weak ass non-integrity based bullshit it's all about money damn son if i can buy integrity what's the point of having real integrity sorry what the fuck is that that's what i scraped out of hamill's pipe during the first part of this show so i could put a legitimate bowl of marijuana in here (laughs) this thing was so fucking gummed up you could only put like three hits worth of weed in the very center and then they all tasted like shit because this was just caked all over the side of his pipe i seen it i thought it was supposed to be like this shit i thought it had flavor something motherfucker no it's just hamill's lazy i love him but he's not (laughs) yeah when it comes to weed etiquette i'm very lazy that that is a fact um no i uh there's actually there's this one chick she had a bowl right i broke the bowl and i felt bad but we were smoking in front of this garage my friend's garage and we passed the bowl around and I go to do the old handoff to her, and I fucking I fumbled it, and it fucking dude it hit the ground and it snapped in half. 
They were, and the bowl was no bigger than the one we have right now. Which how how long do you think this thing is? What it is it two inches? <laughs> three inch. Three, three inch. It's like a three inch. Like average, It'll hold like yeah. a five hit bowl. Yeah. She six hit bowl after maybe. after it broke. I bought her a new one. I felt bad. I broke it, and then she told me how much whack, how much shit she got out of it. How much because it was so clogged. Oh, resin. Resin. Dude, she filled half of a pill bottle with resin. That's she, gross. Yeah, that's too much lot. resin. She was telling stories about how she'd be, if she had no weed, she would just hit the empty pipe and get massive hits out of it. Oh, Couldn't you can do that to that. I was trying to melt that last ring of gross, and I just got fucking obliterated hot. I mean, it doesn't help that I did like three dabs. The, the problem, well, also the problem with smoking resin is it gets you high as fuck, but then you are asleep because yeah. it has like nothing else going Me on. Me and my brother tried doing that. We tried boiling on a bowl one time, and it just didn't work out. It sucked ass. That's basically did what you try- say boiling. Yeah, it's where you. Tr- it's where like you put the bowl, the the bowl in in, uh, in boiling water to get the shit. Oh, out to of try it. and clean it, and then with that, but then you scoop out the shit that's coming up, and then you dry sure. it out and you try to smoke that. It doesn't Dude, work. Dude, we live in the age of microwaves. Why in the fuck would you? <laughs> and, it, and it makes the bowl sticky because then yeah. the resin that comes out in the water. If you want to just clean a fucking pipe, what is it? What what kind of? No, are you yeah. trying to save the resin? Or are you just trying to clean the pipe? I just want to clean the pipe. I don't give a fuck. Oh, dude. Right. Get up, go to fucking Walmart or something, get a bottle of 99.7 isopropic alcohol yeah. and a little bit of fucking salt and then just throw that bitch in a Ziploc bag for a half an hour and then shake it like twice in that half hour yeah. and then run it under cold water. 100% Time. acetone. You use 100% acetone. I've seen I, that before, it, yeah. It, I had a bowl that I could not unclog and that this is 15 years ago when Michael and I first got together. She was a chem major. She's like... Acetone. She just like gave me some acetone, put it in there, shook the it's fucking thing. It's not because she's a chem major. Out. It's because women use it as fingernail polish Correct. remover. So it is fingernail polish remover most notably, but you don't find it in 100% because um, it dries your fingers out. It doesn't keep you looking pretty. So it's very hard to find, but you can find it. Go to the dollar stores. It's usually 100% iso- or, uh, acetone, but that's the best one. Acetone. The acetone. You don't have pipes. You don't have this yeah. life. Negative. Let's take a break. We're going to come back, and Bear's going to tell us a story. Yay, oh, story yeah. time with Bear. Yeah, Bear story. Bear. We needed to get some of that first energy out of the way because it was going to go there whether you liked it or not. <laughs> and also, uh, shout out to um, our boy, uh, John Davis. I hear what happened that? to John Davis? No, he's, he's been, I finally got the chance to like, hear him on the radio recently. Oh, okay. He's really good at it, man. Man, he he he, t- he hit me up. Uh, we got like five minutes for a quick story. Go yeah. for it. He hit. Me. I don't know if I should tell the story on air. Now you have to. I know I do. Well, uh, right before uh, people don't know Deacon Gray. Deacon Gray was kind of like uh, a gatekeeper. Yeah, a big dude out here in uh, Colorado comedy and comedy works and stuff. But anyway, right before he died, we did a show together at uh, West Facts. Yeah. And I went up on stage. I featured for him. I went up on stage and I, I did my jokes and stuff, this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? I, I did fairly well. And then, you know, that was just the end of the show. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He went up. You know, I thought Deke was fairly funny. He went up to crush and did his thing. So I put a post up about, um, like, me doing the type of material that I do and, not and like, not getting booked because of it. Not because I'm not funny or anything like that. Just because people may not agree with what I say in, in my jokes, you know what I'm saying? This and the other. And so John hit me up. He's like, hey, you know, so I seen your post. And he's like, I never told you this. He's like, but that night you featured for Deacon, he was saying, you know, he's glad that you use the words you use and how you do comedy the way you do it 
you know, and he's up there like you're really funny, great at it, and uh, he just he, he he's excited to see, you know, what I'm saying me develop. Yeah. And I'm like, that was that was huge to hear that, you know, what I'm saying like I never really knew digging like that. Just kind of, you know, saying uh, later on in his life and stuff, you know. But I still respected him as a person that did comedy for a long time and did it well. So saying that, I mean, hearing somebody him say that was really uh, cool to me. So that was it. Cool. You should follow me on Facebook too if you want to learn about life and learn how to fuck too. I teach you how to fuck. Yeah, there don't, is. Yeah, th- don't don't go to my website for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's mostly just pictures. I mean, they was doing the uh, the Kardashians was doing like the the blood shit on their face, like leeches. Yeah. Huh? Like leeches? No, no, no. They would get pricked and they would have blood. Their blood. They would. They would have their blood taken out of the body and they would have it put into their face, like collagen injections. Huh? Crazy shit. Dude. What and does I, that do? It's supposed to like preserve the skin. I mean, hey, you never know, man. Fuck science. You know what I mean? I'm still high as fuck, guys. <laughs> you want another dab? Sure. Yeah, you fuck? fit. Tell your story. Oh. Let me get one. I'm gonna go and sit back yeah. and relax and enjoy this. <laughs> So, uh, uh, bear, bear I'm not a, sure how to preface this. Just start, nigga. Yeah, I'll I'll, All right. I'll uh-huh. give a lead in. For the longest time, Bear has been reticent to talk about certain parts of his early life, shall we say, or his life before today. <laughs> sure. And he made a deal that once we hit a certain number of listeners, that he would he would regale us with the tale of. How Bear Became Bear. Yeah, let's just keep it as vague as that unless you want me to be a little more specific. No, man, uh, let's dive in. Uh, I was born out here. Uh, I, my parents lived in Montbello when I was born. By the time I was six weeks old, they had moved to North Aurora. Uh, the summer between kindergarten and first grade, my dad fell off of a roof. Because, idiot. Uh, shattered both. I love how he had to leave. (laughs) Shattered both of his heels. Uh, my family then moved to Iowa to live on a fucking four acre farm that my grandparents owned. Okay. I spent from first grade through sixth grade. I moved back right like a week before seventh grade started. I lived on a farm in Northern Iowa, like four miles away from the Minnesota state line. Okay. A fucking farm, man. I lived outside of a town that today has a pop. The entire, like the town and the rural community has a population of 3,000. Oh, shit. Okay. Pretty so small. I go from that summer between sixth and seventh grade. I moved back to Aurora, North Aurora in 1990. Okay. Okay. My mom is poor as fuck. I live in a, I, I grew up in a house that was built in 1929. God it was damn. the third house built in Aurora. Did it come with a slave? <laughs> I, you know, no. Nothing. She was old as fuck. Uh, I lived a block away from the first fire station, the first elementary school in Aurora, like all of it. It was retarded. Uh, I went to a predominantly black high school. It, uh, maybe not predominantly black. It's probably closer to like a 70-30 split or a 60-40 split. Okay. Uh, and I remember I made friends with kids like I remember in the seventh grade fucking uh, everyone had already seen colors and everyone wanted to be a gang member and then boys in the hood came out and a kid in my school in my middle school got stabbed on the intersection outside of the middle school because he was claiming to be a crip 
no one could verify it. No one like, dude, this kid got stabbed, and I was like, oh, I don't live on a farm anymore. Uh, fast forward a couple of years, I'm in high school now. I have like, uh, I have found other white kids that do drugs. I found black kids that do drugs. I made friends with kids that do drugs. <laughs> was it a particular drug or was it weed then? Not too? just drugs. I, uh, I've always enjoyed weed. I've always enjoyed acid. I've always enjoyed mushrooms. Fair. Uh, I didn't really dive past that till after high school. I tried meth once in high school because all of my white friends were doing it. Jesus. And like, I fell asleep. <laughs> I did, I don't know if you guys are familiar with meth, yeah, yeah. but I did a wicked line of some crazy glass shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to school because like we were cutting second period at my homegirl's house. She lived like a block and a half away from the school. We cut, we go back to school. I go to English class. I start to write an essay. I fall asleep. I get in trouble for drooling on my essay. I go back to my my buddy's house where, they, where everyone gets the meth from. I'm like, dude, meth is bullshit. And he's like, what? I'm like, I tried some. I tried some with Zach and Ryan this morning, and I fucking fell asleep. And he goes, oh, dude, meth's not for you, man. Here, have a couple of hits of acid on me. Like, you know, I was like, word, and that's what's up. And so I did acid the rest of the day. <laughs> Jesus. That's a great guy. Like, like a fucking, uh, what's that, uh, like a customer service desk that they have for the drug dealer. You know what's oh, weird Matt about Oh, Matt wasn't good enough for you here. I'm I think, sorry. Like, I was friends with him before yeah. I knew he was a drug dealer. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the most positive advertisement for meth right there. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. Fuck that. Give me some acid. <laughs> right? Uh, so I'm still poor. Like, I remember I started my freshman year with like two pair of pants, three t shirts type poor. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, I had a couple of notebooks and a couple of pencils and anything beyond that. Well, fuck. Uh, My mom tried. Like, she wasn't lazy. She worked two jobs most of my life. So I was, like, mostly unsupervised. That's why I was doing drugs at a young age. (laughs) (laughs) See, there you go. Uh, I remember every year in high school, every and I was there for five fucking years, man. They had to cancel the Valentine's Day dance week of because someone either got shot the day of or the day before. Every just year. Just because of red? No, just because, like, whatever. Like, one year it was a, <laughs> like, some, like, one year it was a black kid. And then one year it was a Mexican chick got stabbed by another chick. And then one year it was like, oh, some kid, like, they were playing Russian roulette, and the kid fucking just shot himself. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I, what are you people doing? Can I say something real quick? Yeah. That's the same thing I'm talking about. Like, people talk about the black community, and I'm like, I was in the black community. What the fuck is y'all talking about? I seen motherfuckers getting fucked up all the time. There was little pockets of things that were good, but the majority of shit was bad. So what I found out is a lot of people, is just a theory they have. It's, a, it's the, the perfected idea of what they thought should have happened and they literally manifest their mind and that's what they're going off of. Cause I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I, I remember this stuff and I'm like, shit was terrible. Even back then. You just didn't it was no social media to like put it around, but like shit was terrible. So whatever. My bad, Bill. No, you're good. Did I say something offensive? No, no, no. I'm just talking about how like you say you were going to school and all this shit was happening, but shit like this happens now and people like like it just started happening. Yeah, yeah. I have a joke about that. Like my daughter's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, dude, I got high with my friends. Like when I was a kid, they didn't call it like a school shooting. They just chucked it up to gang violence. That's what I'm saying. Like this shit has been happening for a very long time. But now since we play identity politics, we we so 
if we have if this or worse, everything has to be an event. Well, also it's because the news makes it an event because it's happening to rich white kids. It's not even that. It's just it's twenty four hour I news. Mean, it's just like you said. You have to make everything. And plus, like I say, it, this is why you die. Okay. Let me just make this connection. You die because <coughs> we get to the point to where we need shit so fucking crazy to excite us. That's why porn so crazy. Yeah. You get to a point where you lose your wonderment in life. That's why you die and new motherfuckers are born into a world that they know nothing of because they have wonderment and imagination and <laughs> excitement about it. They're not trying to destroy this motherfucker. Whereas these motherfuckers that's been here, we fucking too perverted. We got to get the fuck out of here. My bad. I... I, I desperately wanted to like say a thought, but it will lead to like forty-five <laughs> more minutes of going in the wrong direction. Keep the thought. We don't put a. We don't in deserve it. the way that this show goes. We don't deserve to let anybody try to tell a story. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is, man. Go ahead. Uh, so, uh, being open-minded, like when you do acid at a young age, it opens your mind to a lot of things. When you get beat up at a cop, beat up by a cop for breaking curfew at a young age, it opens your mind up to a lot of things. If those things happen in the same summer, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, so I already distrusted cops by the time I'm like 15. There. Uh, I like still poor. I never like. I didn't know any kind of like anything anywhere near just absolute lower poverty level until I was in my mid 20s. Like, I just, I was poor. It's just like, they say it's a mentality or whatever. And I don't know, it might be, it might not be. Like, I scraped my way to lower middle class. We'll see how long I can hold it together. Uh, but so in high school, uh, you find things you like, you find things that you have interested in. Uh, I was a drama kid. I made friends with a dude that we were called. Yeah. I did. I lettered in theater twice my junior year. Get the fuck out of here. No. Why would I lie about that? Because you don't look like it. My bad. That's my prejudice. Keep going. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so I met like interesting other poor people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're all just trying to do theater in this predominantly black high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd watch that movie. <laughs> so uh, I made so friends. Far. I made friends with a Vietnamese dude, and for legal purposes, and the fact that like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Rico cases don't have a statute of limitations. We're just gonna call him the Asian dude for the rest of this story, okay? Uh, what are Rico cases? Ooh. When they, they, it's so when anytime they, and have you ever heard the term Rico? No, not me. Like in, I don't. Uh, think it's a racketeering th- charge. They okay, give it. The, no. They give it the mobsters and shit all the time. Oh, okay, no. Nah, yeah. It's getting people on Rico is like when you can't get one guy and you've got enough evidence to show that all these people work together, you charge them under a conspiracy, which is a Rico statute that allows you to convict individuals as a group as being part <laughs> of something greater. It's, it's racketeering conspiracy is like what Rico yes. is an okay. acronym for or something like that. So, anyways. Uh, I made friends with this Asian dude. He lived fairly close to me. Like, we both enjoyed rap music. We both enjoyed, like, weird shit. Uh, We made friends just quoting Simpsons lines at each other basically one year. And uh, he came from more of a criminal background. Like, I remember I met his mom, and she looked at me, and she goes, yeah, you could do it. And I was like, do what? She goes, you could rob a bank. And I was like, I don't know if I'm that ambitious. She goes, I'll help. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I just never thought anything of it. Fast forward to 
the summer after my first senior year. Okay. Uh, me and this Asian gentleman. Uh, there's two things going on. Me and this Asian gentleman are engaged in a lot of white collar crime. We were counterfeiting paychecks. We were counterfeiting cashier's checks. Well, we weren't counterfeiting. We were getting them from a really good counterfeiter. And putting them out there. Yeah. And we were, we were making an ungodly amount of money. In hindsight, it wasn't enough money. But at the time, it seemed <laughs> unfucking real Fair. Uh, I was also into some just regular hood shit. Like me and a dude we will call S for the same legal purposes. Yeah. Uh, we would get fucked up and we would go Jack Dayton's off of lowriders. What's you'll have to explain what a Dayton. Do you know what a lowrider is, James? I, I'm aware of what a lowrider is. A yes. Dayton is the preferred wire wheel on a lowrider. There Got are many wired wheels, but a Dayton is the one preferred. Understood. So you steal the rim and everything, tire and all? Yeah, man. You right. just jack that motherfucker up on one side, get like two people to spin the fucking lug wrenches at the same time, and you can grab both wheels and under like two minutes and then you do the same thing to the other side and then when you let that motherfucker down you just set it on a cinder block <laughs> can i they can come I, out in the morning and their car's sitting on two cinder blocks no wheels can i just say something real quick yeah it amazes me the the skills that thieves develop right to steal shit at the level they steal it at and how those principles could be applied to other things that they just never really take. It Ooh, they were originally just mechanical principles from working on cars yeah. that we realized we could use for crime. I know, but I'm saying, but you, <laughs> but you, you change that, you transmutate into something else. Ultimately, that's against society, but it could have been, <laughs> been something in the other direction. But like, that's why I like hood motherfuckers make some of the best business people because you learn all the business properties that corporate America uses on the street. So, taking Dayton's so, off the of lowriders. Uh, yeah. Uh, stealing stereos and shit, selling them for probably not enough money. Like, uh, this dude, S, he had a connection that would buy basically anything we stole. Uh, we're all just doing copious amounts of drugs. Uh, the gentleman, the Asian gentleman that I am doing the white collar crime with, contracts my friend S. He is going to throw a Molotov cocktail through the window of an office building. <laughs> okay, that seems like a bit of a leap from either one of those because it doesn't seem to have a monetary gain. Oh, we were he was getting paid like $4,000 to do it, and I was getting paid 500 to be the wheelman. Okay. Uh, I am already engaging in white-collar crime. I'm already, You know what I mean? Like, fuck, yeah, there's another 500 bucks, man. Let's keep this party rolling. Uh, I go to drop him off about a block away from the target and it happens to be about a half a block away from his girlfriend's house. So it's a fairly feasible alibi, I guess. Uh, he says he's going to meet me at, I think it was like a fucking an IHOP or a waffle house or something down the road. I go, he shows up about 45 minutes later, tells me that it didn't work. Like fucking, I guess he lit it and he threw it and it broke the window. But when it broke the window, it went out. Okay. And so it didn't actually burn anything. And he's like, what should I do? I was like, you know what, man? You write this one off. You let it go. And we just, you know, we call it a night. We go back to the apartment. Uh, it's not my apartment. It is his and another friend of ours apartment. A different Asian gentleman. <laughs> he was just a great, funny dude. I miss that guy. He was super smart. We'll call him DA. 
Sure. <laughs> Different uh, Asian. Well, this is like this is the only time he comes up. <laughs> okay. Uh, I crash out on the futon in the living room, and then I hear him leave about four in the morning. Okay. At six in the morning, fucking like the door's just like boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, uh, Adam, because he's the other roommate at this point. You might want to get the door, man. Like, I don't live here. And so Adam opens the door, and this cop's like, insulin. And Adam's like, what? And the cop goes, your roommate requires insulin. And Adam's like, what? And he goes, check the refrigerator. And, like, this cop apparently had had to do this before. And so, like, Adam goes to the refrigerator, and he's staring at it dumbfounded. The cop walks over, pushes Adam out of the way, grabs the insulin, closes the door, and leaves. I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, Later that morning, I go to give the aforementioned girlfriend a ride to work. And they're they're fucking detectives, like the ones that wear a badge on a silver chain, wearing a suit. Right. Gun super visible on the whole type shit. Uh, They're waiting for me. They want to question me. They, they, They just have some questions. Like, whatever. They drag me into the mall police office, like where you go for shoplifting or whatever. Uh, they grill me for about mm, 45 minutes and I just played dumb on everything. I'm like, oh, dude, he asked me to drop him off at his girlfriend's house. I dropped him off around midnight. I haven't seen him since. And he's like, well, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. They let me go, but they impound his car. I call his dad to let him know that his car has been impounded and his dad's response is Fuck. And I was like, what's up? And he goes, well, let's just say that my hair is longer than yours. And I was like, okay. He goes, there's fucking drugs in that car. And I was like, dude, I had no clue. <laughs> so we were playing with a rigged, like, loaded game no matter what. We didn't even know his dad had stashed drugs in the car. Apparently, they'd been there for like six months. Jesus. This is like a babysitting hold or something. Uh, at this point, the other dudes already squealed. And I'm paranoid, so I just, I kind of skip home. I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm just going to couch surf for a little while. Two weeks on the run, if you will, I go back to my house to get clean laundry. And that's where I fucked up. Within five minutes of opening my back, because I came down the alley, like I jumped the back fence, I went in through the back door. Like I wasn't, I was trying to kind of be coy about it, I guess. But like, you know, I was a fat kid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Super loud knock on the door. I'm like, ah, fuck, here it goes. Open the door. Two different detectives. Chain fucking mounted, whatever. They're like, Mr. Qualtabomb, we're going to take you in. Do you need anything? Like, is there anyone in the house? Like, they searched the house because they were looking for other people at this point. Uh, When I got arrested, I got arrested. They had two cases on me. One was for the check fraud stuff. And one was for the arson-related stuff. I was arrested on a Tuesday afternoon on 47 felony charges with a $750,000 bond. What the fuck? (laughs) In a house worth (laughs) (laughs) $60,000 at Colfax in Havana, roughly. Jesus. Uh, This is 1997. I know that because my case number is still 97CR737. It will be for the rest of my life. Uh, 
I get picked up on a Tuesday. I spend the night in Aurora City Jail. They ship me out to Arapahoe County the next morning. I'm in Arapahoe County for about uh, like the remainder of the week into the weekend. They get me processed into a holding cell. And then there, I just, I kind of sit for a week and then I finally get to see a judge. And the judge goes, are you going to be able to post bond, son? And I was like, sir, did you read what my bond is? And he looks at it, he goes, 750000 That's a big number. Is that capable in your world? And I was like, no fucking way. And he goes, please do not swear in my court. And I, Dude, I've never sworn in court since. Uh, this judge goes, we'll see if we can do something about that. Fast forward a month, he drops it from a quarter million dollars. The three quarters of a million. Yeah, sorry. Three quarters of a million dollars to 15000 my grandfather puts fifteen hundred on his Mastercard to a bail bondsman or whatever, and gets me sprung. I go through a court case where I'm I'm on probation at this point, like crazy probation. Uh, I am on probably ten federal lists because bank fraud is a federal crime. Yep. Yes, it is. Uh. Like, technically, we committed it in, like, five counties. <laughs> wow. Uh, we were hitting banks in the Springs. We were hitting banks in Fort Collins. We were hitting banks in the metro area. And we live in a seven-county metro area. Jesus Christ. But since uh, three of the banks happened to be in Arapahoe County, Arapahoe County got to take precedence. And Arapahoe County is also can double as a federal courthouse. Yep. Uh. All said and done, it was like a two-year court ordeal. Uh, I spent 90 days in Arapahoe County. I spent five years on ISP, which is intensely supervised probation. I was basically an ankle monitor away from house arrest. Like, I had a curfew. I had to be home by 8 o'clock every night unless it was a medical emergency or I was at work. I had to call a a number and leave a recording every morning letting my probation officer know where I was going to be. I had to call a phone number every day to see if either my number or my color was called because then I had to go take a UA. Uh, I paid probably, I think it was right around $22,000 in restitution, 400 of it for that window we broke when that first Molotov cocktail didn't go off. God damn. Uh, The kid S with the Molotov cocktail he got caught when he went back the second time when he left around three, and he oh. instantly rolled on everyone. The cops already knew everything, but they needed someone to like verify the story. Uh, when I legitimately got arrested, the cops knew everything that I knew about and shit that I had no clue about. They were asking me questions. I was like, yeah, I, I legitimately don't know. <laughs> Uh, so I was a very small fish and part of a large, like, swoop up to get the next person up or whatever. And I'd been, I grew up poor. I grew up idolizing, like, black exploitation films. And, like, I understood, like, I knew criminals. And I know that you don't snitch. And I never fucking, I told those, like, nope, dude, I got those fucking checks off the internet. Like, I was in a chat room, and I met a dude from Arizona, and he sent me those checks. Like, I can tell you that his name is Mr. X. Fucking James kicking microphone stands Uh and shit. Uh, 
So what and happened to the Asian gentleman at this point? So the Asian gentleman gets hemmed up on much greater shit than I get hemmed up on. Like they have enough to bust him on his own, but I didn't like I didn't roll on to the next guy. Like I stopped, I took my punishment for my crime, yada yada yada. Uh he wound up like he did some time for this. He got out. He became like a not qu- Oh, are you from Breaking Bad familiar? He was a Jesse Pinkman level meth dealer out in Brighton before (laughs) Jesse Pinkman met Walter White. Uh, Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He became about that level of a meth kingpin out in Brighton, got busted again. Uh, When they hemmed him up that time, they got him on some crazy shit. Like he was going to trade unregistered guns for like two ounces of meth or something. Jesus. So like, dude, they got him on drug charges, gun charges, like like all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, he was out last I heard. I do not have contact with him. No, fair. Uh, the kid that rolled on me, I think, did about seven years for, like, throwing the first Molotov cocktail. I don't know what, uh, he wasn't part of the bank fraud, so he didn't, I don't know, I don't think his restitution was as much, maybe. Because I had to pay back, like, they never caught us for everything. But what they did caught us for, I was like, yeah, man, I'll get it. I'll pay you back. And it took me, like, the better part of eight years. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Uh, so going through all of that, that's, like, that's when I learned that. Because there was stuff that they've had against me that was legitimate. Like, they could have just put me away. And they still bothered to, like, make shit up. They fabricated evidence against me. Like, why? You already had me on 47 fucking charges. What else do you need to, like, fabricate? Ego. Yep, ego fucking greed. So this, so keep in mind, I'm like 97, I'm 20, okay? And I am learning exactly how corrupt the legal system is. I'm learning exactly how rigged it is against poor people, not against, like, minorities, against poor people. Like, it's corrupt against minorities for sure, but, like, you can be white and still get completely fucked. If you're poor, you're doomed. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what people don't want to. That's what that's that's what I tell people. But you know, it's, black people are ridiculous. <laughs> that was a good story. I was all emotionally invested in this shit. Bear tales, good. I always no, said bear tales. That's stories. not even all of it, is it? Uh, not entirely. Like that's yeah. the gist of it, though. But like I say, you had those people to where. That's that's what fucked the system up, man. It's like Joe. You just like you say, you don't fucking snitch. And these motherfuckers, they just they 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 full of shit. They snitched. They did what they did. The one thing you weren't supposed to do. You you did what you did. You like that, but that's the problem. You can do what the fuck you want to do, but be ready to take the consequences when they come. Don't you know what I'm saying? Like be a snitch or be untrustworthy when you know what you did. What you did. Take your motherfucking punishment. You did what you did. Take your punishment. You enjoyed the money it brought. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You enjoyed that. Now take your motherfucking punishment. Serve your time. Get the fuck out. Ooh, so while I appreciate that, a lot of people do not feel that way. I know. There, there's fuck. no way you can ever repay your debt. Oh, fuck that, man. You can. Uh, man. Y'all ain't killed. That anybody. is part of the reason, like, and I didn't realize this until you guys asked me about this at that party that time. Like, how come you don't talk about anything? How come we don't know anything about you? And what it is, is I got, like, uh, I wound up driving for a living because it was the only thing I could do with a brand new felony. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm smart enough and I can adapt to anything. Like, I got really fucking good at it and I made an exceptional amount of money. So all of a sudden, I've got this felony 
But I now live in a tax bracket where people are like, oh, criminals this, criminals that, yada, yada, yada. Like, uh, I remember I was on probation, but I was making about 80000 a year for about three years as a courier. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's like balling out of control, but that's definitely the most money I've ever made in a year so far. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, you, I mean $80,000 right now is a lot of fucking money to yeah. make a year. And this was like in the aughts. This yeah. is still in my 20s. I was like 27, 28 when I did this. Mm-hmm. And... uh I'd paid off my restitution. I got off probation. Like, I'd already met my, like, uh, my ex-wife. I met her before I committed the crime. Like, we went to the same high school. Mm. We started dating. She was younger than me. We started dating after she graduated. And then I'd already committed the crime, but I hadn't been convicted yet is when I met her. So she rode through me through the conviction, through my 90 days, yada, yada, yada. We got married eventually. We had kids eventually. Like, we did everything the way you're supposed to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole time, I'm trying to, like, provide for this family and scramble, but I only have X amount of doors I can get into because of this felony. Yeah. And so I remember, like, I remember going to a Christmas party and my ex-wife just showing off this coach bag to all these, like, cackling-ass hens about it. They're like, oh, my God. It's, uh, uh. And I'm just sitting there. And this, I look over, and this one dude is pissed off because now he knows that his wife wants a coach bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this dude is oblivious to everything in the room. And I'm just like, oh, I hate this fucking life. <laughs> I fucking hate this life. And I knew right then that, like, money doesn't matter. Like, you can make X amount of mo- money. And it definitely helps to be able to pay your bills or whatever, but it's never going to bring you happiness. No. And it's there's never no, enough. There's no magic number. There's no. like, you can make 80000 a year and pay all of your bills comfortably and live nice and have a decent house and a newer car or whatever, but it's still just bullshit stacked on bullshit. And I was like, you know what? I'd rather be happy and poor. And I don't think I've made more than 34000 a year since then. That's why rich people, <laughs> that's why rich people kill themselves. This one guy came across, he said... He asked this guy, he's like, you have all the money in the world. He's up to like, he's like, yeah. He's like, I have everything I want. He's like, but there's nothing I really want. So I thought that was pretty profound. Because you really just want to be happy. You want to find somebody to be happy with. But because we live in societies where you have to have money to live, and we've made it so where you can do evil things, and if you have enough money, you can get from the consequences of those things. Money is the objective. And so now money is everything. Women want, women have these fantasies that, and money provides those fantasies. So now women do ridiculous things for men with money and you have the virtuous man that does the right thing. He may not make the same amount of money and he watches that. So then he becomes a materialist to get the woman he wants because he ultimately thinks that's what's bringing the women in. And that's not really what it is. That's what I'm saying. Because you look at Bell. Bell said he did the right things. Now I believe, I believe when Bell talked. I have no doubt in my mind that Bell be telling the truth. And as soon as everything, like, I remember when I got divorced, I was like, oh, so everything is a sham. It's not just the legal system. <laughs> it's not just. Give me a thing. Let me get a thing. This is it. just something that you're fed to pacify you. Like, this is what you're supposed to do to keep the th- system going forward. Yeah. And then you realize, like, oh, well, that doesn't matter. The system can suck its dick. <laughs> Like how you went gender, gender neutral on that one. It's, it's <laughs> and, and, and this is the thing. Everybody plays a part in the system. No matter how oppressed you feel in the system, you play a part in the system. And it just is weird because ultimately you want to be 
you want to raise your class within the system. That's ultimately what everybody's trying to do. They're trying to get to the next level. They're trying to get to the next income bracket so they can be more ridiculous as they want to be. Money allows you to be the asshole you really want to be. Ooh, while I was on probation, because like I, I, uh, as soon as I got arrested, obviously I had to quit smoking weed. Uh, I never had one dirty UA the whole time I was on probation. That seven years is the only seven years of my adult life when I did not smoke weed. <laughs> Jesus. That must have been a killer for you. That explains you. Are you still catching up? Uh, it's not It's not a race, James. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to catch up to anyone because there's always going to be someone that will outsmoke me. Like Willie Nelson is of the world live. And the Snoop Dogs and the... I don't know, man. I watched Tupac outsmoke, outsmoke Snoop Dogg in like an afternoon's worth of documentary one time. I was like, I could have kept up. <laughs> the thing is, like, I've seen the, the the blunts that fucking Snoop rolls, and they're fucking they're not they're not fat, but they're long. You know what I mean? Here's the thing about that, though. Yeah. How many people is he sharing that blunt with? Valid valid point. He is he was in a studio full of people when he had it. So yeah, man. That and is he'll take a valid. couple of hits, and then he'll pass it on to the next guy. I, and like the highest I've ever been in my life. Was not at any of those. Con- I was very high. Those things we did with the fucking oh the Can yeah. Olympics. Yeah, I was very that was the, fun. But the highest I've ever been in my life was in Vermont when I was like fucking eighteen, and my cousin. <laughs> what? Oh, that's. Ah, uh, ter- you fucked up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up for that. that that's not me. They're not laughing at me. It's laughing at a meme. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> I had to look up. Yeah. I'm eating up my dab. <laughs> It's right along three, and it's Kevin <laughs> Kevin Hart's face superimposed on a guy in a wheelchair. That's it's fucked up. You know it's superimposed. What if they just superimposed white hands on him? Ah, touche. Sorry. Those are black hands. Those are black hands. All right. They black just light skinned black hands. All right, word. They just got that nigga looking like I hurt your kiss on his head. Yeah. I don't know, man. The ashy hands? Is that what that's called? I had the black. I can tell from here he's black. Can you actually get ashy hands? Is that a thing you could possibly get? <laughs> I have yeah. ashy hands right now. All right. I don't know. Cause it's I like, use oil, so I don't get it. But like you use them a bunch and stuff like that. It's kind of like energizes the blood. You know what I'm saying? Like I have ashy parts of my body. I'm not saying I, I, I don't have them. But I'm just saying <laughs> on my hands. You get ashy nuts? Like, nah. is that a thing? I'm I, asking the room here. I, uh, I mean, they're, they're usually I in a, bond. They're between your legs, so I mean, usually like moisture yeah. there. So, yeah. your balls get ashy. You need to drink more water, then, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that sounds like a health issue, <laughs> yeah. James. Do you need to see the Mr. James? You need to go doctor. Do you need the doctor, Mr. James? You got a mass where the water's supposed to come into your balls, Mr. James. What you been doing, Mr. James? Why are your testicles like this? <laughs> why do your balls smell like that, Mr. James? Mr. James, that's part fish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hamill. That kind of derailed you. That's no, my that's, bad. That's fine. That's <laughs> my bad. Oh, I don't know. We, anyway, we spoke to a really big joint, and that's basically what it was. Uh, no, what it was what it was is we took... This is how big it was. This is kind of where, like, the apex of the story. It was three sheets, uh, three, like, zigzags wide and five long, and we got a bunch of, like, Ditch weed. Sure, yeah. Put it in there, fucking rolled it up. The thing was like the size of a fucking baby leg. And we, I think eight of us, nine of us were on a table, smoked it. By the dude, I'm getting it handed to me, and it looks like we haven't put a dent into it yet, and I am fucking blitzed out of my head. We got it down to the roach. 
Fuck. All of us did, and I was just drooling in a rocking chair. At one oh, point. I did not <laughs> smoke that much ditch weed, even when I was yeah. a kid. Uh, it, it got to a point where I'm in a chair, like I'm drooling on myself, and it was like I'm being fed, like I'm dying. Like, here, eat, please. That's how it was with the weed. I was like, thank you. I've also <laughs> never just, heard it yeah. called ditch weed. Yeah, we yeah man. It, we always call it swag. No, there's a difference, man. So yeah. ditch weed is weed that grows naturally in ditches from when they grew hemp for, like, rope and shit during the war effort. And this is in Vermont, too, by the way. So Inter- Okay, this is yeah. terminology I've never heard uh, of. It's not, it's not pot that anyone grew on purpose. Like, you, dude, you can still probably, well, I don't know, they might have figured it out by now. But I know, like, when I was a kid, you could go back to where near where I grew up in Iowa. And there was it was well known fields that during the war effort grew hemp, and so it just grew in the ditches because that's how plants work by nature. <laughs> uh, and so these guys are growing corn and soy now, but there'd be these fucking pot plants that are super seed filled, like it's shitty weed, yeah. man. It was like maybe four percent THC, but if you smoke enough of it, it'll fuck you up. And it was free, man. You just literally go out and pull it out of the ditch and dry it and smoke it. Oh, dude, I remember days when like you would fucking like you'd have to sift out your the seeds from your weed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Record records work the dude, best for that, dude. The, yeah. the worst is when you're fucking got it in a bowl and you're smoking it, and as you're like lighting it, and <laughs> you pop, you hear a pop, and you're like. And you look at the guy who got you the weed, you're like, you fuck, come on, man. <laughs> like, you know. I remember we used to roll joints for parties in high school, and we would load a seat about halfway through just to see some pop on someone. <laughs> it was like playing like the easiest version of Russian roulette ever. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that? Because I know you've been around people that smoke. Uh, nope. So uh, someone like me and him have been smoking this bowl all night. Now imagine one of us hits it, and all of a sudden there's like an audible pop. Because it's a seed like popping from the heat. Like peak popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. I got and it when like, you said it. <laughs> I got it. I'm it's high, nigga. So don't, good. Yeah. don't go by my facial expressions. Yeah. I, I mean, got it. No, I was do I was not around. I was well aware of drugs, but yeah. I never like people got high, but I just it never I hated smoke. So whenever motherfucker pulled out anything to smoke, I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. So I, I knew nothing of weed. I realized I'm very like naive to a lot of things. Like I knew about a lot of shit, yeah. but I was just like, all right, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, I just never really <laughs> paid that much attention to shit. It's hilarious. Like, I didn't even watch, like, porn until I was, like, fucking shit. Like, 16, 17, man. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I just never really. I was fucking. I was fucking at 12, so yeah. I didn't need it. Was, you, you live a. You ever seen the big a, hit? Yeah. Uh-oh. <coughs> My man here says he never jacked his dick until last night. It's a big black dude. He's like, I never had to. <laughs> I've been fucking since I was 10. <laughs> I've, man, I lived around a bunch of girls. And we used to I, play catch a girl, go fuck a girl. So get, get <laughs> Ooh, I did not lose my virginity until I was 17. Hmm? Uh, so I'm 17. I'm living the hood life in Aurora. I'm not quite a criminal yet, but I'm definitely doing drugs and partying, right? Huh? What? What are you playing? Go ahead. Dude, are you watching gay porn over there? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's gym stuff. All right, let's go ahead, play no, the this, clip. This is the line. I never needed to. I've been fucking since I was 10. No, I can't relate to that. What, what, what? <laughs> Look at that nigga dick. God damn. <laughs> that bulge was ridiculous. <laughs> Think it's really think it's superimposed. Not not superimposed man, I don't know. It's, it's, look, I he was tall. Some, let me no, tell you, I've what seen I, some porn. It's like, how is that even? No, like, I, let me tell you something. I I think this dude was playing a prank in the gym. 
It was a dude, a, a tall black dude in the gym. He was doing these exercises where he was like throwing his body. Like, I, I kind of know what he was doing, but it kind of looked weird. He had on some white shorts with no underwear. This nigga dick, soft, was at least nine inches long and the size of a fucking pipe, dude. And I'm like, this dude, this can't be real. I'm like, these guys be doing this on purpose because it was just swinging back and forth. Like, get the fuck out of here. You ain't doing this for real. This ain't real. So to this day, I think that, but I've seen some shit that's just, have you watched that like black series? Yeah. Dude, come on now. That's oh, some British white dude, like some skinny British white guy that's got like a humongous Yeah, thing. dude, the weird. Yeah. I, In so, high school, my buddy Craig, my buddy Craig was like five foot two. He was so <laughs> short, but he could play guitar and he was in a shitty band called Portica, which is acid drop backwards. <laughs> the look on James's face was so good. He just the level of disappointment. <laughs> so anyways, this kid Craig, dude, I watched him plow through like every girl that ever hung in our social circle because he was hung like a mule. Like God took part of his body and was like, you know, let's give him a bigger wang. And when he pulled the wang bigger, like it just shrunk the rest of him down. <laughs> <laughs> As I man, I'd be like, come on, dude. That's just fucking ridiculous, man. I don't think I've ever seen evidence of like a monster cock like in person. Oh, no, no, I've never no, seen no, never. one like in person, but like porn but, but, is just yeah, yeah. Some of that, like you say, blacked. The one that should really afraid. <laughs> I went down a weird hole. Yeah, it's called black assault. Oh lord, it is quite sounds po- racist. It's it is very <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> porn is very racist. Oh, it's unbelievably racist. I love that that chick Maitland Ward Baxter from. Original Boy Meets World is now in porn, and her first porn was on Blacked. Oh, my who? God, who? Ah, uh, Maitland Baxter Ward is that her name? No idea. I don't like that porn. I don't like the black porn. It's way too high quality. It's too beautiful. <laughs> it's too, it's, it's, uh, right, it's, too it's all much. shot in 4K. Like yeah. you can tell they got a red lens out there. Oh, uh, and and the, and the and the white <laughs> woman is getting fucked. Is trying to be an actress. Like, it, and she's not a good one. No. It's like, like it. an audition. Yeah, I don't like it. If this goes well, I can do other porn as soon as I heal. Yeah, no, they try to be real actors. They try to be real people, but yeah, <laughs> what's crazy, man? Uh, I went down this tunnel of like just chicks riding dildos one day. I was like, oh, that's fun. Like they're just jerking off. I can dig it. And all of a sudden, like I'm watching this chick like basically ass fuck a dildo that's easily like three rock star cans around. Yeah. And like probably a foot high, and she's taking almost all of it in her ass. I'm like, where are her internal organs going? So, well, that's like that. Um, we did we cover it on this show, or was it bef- like on the old user words, the futinaria? What is that? Oh fuck! <laughs> oh man, futinaria. I'm gonna guess that it's Japanese of origin. And it's when chicks fuck themselves with fruits or vegetables. Like, you see that chick that's like, I got this cucumber, and I was shoving it in my nah, mouth. but they probably the doing parking with watermelons or something crazy. Oh, what? Oh, Eggplants and shit. Pineapple. This isn't on your screen. It's only on my screen. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen is that. that. What is that, real or fake? No, nah, it's or? fake, man. And but she's like. I didn't know that's what it was called, though. That's weird, man. I, that wasn't use your words. It, but no, it is based off. Of the, they have cartoons just like this, and now yeah. it's just a real thing. That's hilarious. Yeah. That oh, I figured out why the. I had no clue. I just learned this. The whole reason, like, all the anime porn sex stuff is so weird 
is because you have to blur in Japan. You have to in China. You have to blur out uh, Japan. They have Japan. private private parts, but they don't yeah. have to do it in animation. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it, that's why it's also so weird because if it was unrealistic, it, it wasn't technically sexual. So that's where it started, and it's Aha, still yes. even to this day considered like one of those things that's like you keep fucking quiet about in Japan. There, there's a Netflix series on like sex across like the globe and stuff. Actually, pretty cool. Like like Asians and how they develop sexually is fucking crazy. But you know the white man came and fucked them up real good. <laughs> he did. Boom I, boom. Uh. I was watching a documentary, I think it was on Vice, and there was, like, it was three things, like, they were, it was a documentary series about sex or whatever, mm-hmm. but they did the episode on, when they did the episode on Japan and South Korea, I don't know why they did the, both of them together, maybe because they're both Asian? in the region, <laughs> uh, but, like, they're, like, dudes over there marrying pillows and video games, and, like, there's women that have not been fucked well into their 30s, ever, oh. like, virgin 30-year-old women just going crazy over there. It, it's a service for men to meet up with women and give them dates and fuck them in Japan. Yeah. Like, you, that, that could be your job. You're a handsome dude. You're a competent dude. You take women out on dates. You take them out, this, that, the other. And if they want to, afterwards, you can fuck them. Some people just do it for, like, that boyfriend thing. And right. some people do it because they ain't getting fucked. There's, oh, there's a good name for that. and Because I did. I watched it's a whole thing. prostitution? About- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm not, that might be neat. I'm not trashing it. I'm just saying. Can you imagine just doing that for, like, six months just to see? Oh, yeah. I Definitely, yeah. Yeah. It's like I done I gotta it. get a passport. Too bad they fucking racist over there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I no. would go over there and do that. I've heard Japan super against racist. everyone or just black people. Niggas, they think what white people think about black people to the tenth degree. Wow, it's amplified. Yeah, but it's like, it's, but they, but they look. Asians are the default of people. <laughs> they were like the prototype that God made. It's like when you factory de- uh, reset your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why they make great lady boys. They make the best lady boys. Am I lying? No, actually, you're not. And they're built at such a base level that they understand how shit is built. <laughs> what's what's her name? Bailey. Bailey J. Oh, yeah, her. She was Who? like the... Co- Jim Norton had a short-lived Vice show, and this chick was Jim Norton's like sidekick, like his Ed McMahon. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, she, she was like a tr- tr- transgender, but they don't sound Asian. So yeah. sound real white. Yeah, but she's got a hog. Yeah. Oh, see, that ain't fair, Joe. I know, right? She's like the standard white woman. Yeah. She's actually like a doll. But that, you know what? This is, <laughs> this is what I keep telling people. People are starting to like uh, rebel. So that's a tranny? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That is crazy. That's, that's ridiculous, dude. Like you can't, like usually you can pick it out. Facial structure, something. But like you, re- like even the body is like very feminine. Yeah. Just got a dick. <laughs> You get past the dick, you cool. Now, do you think it started life as a man and did all that work to get super hot? Or do you think she was a fairly no, decent a, looking chick that did an addictomy? Yeah. Yeah, that that one is just implants. Going from man that to woman a, seems to be a lot easier from going to from woman to man. Oh yeah. Because usually from woman to man, you can always almost tell. They can never really get rid of all of the femininity. They, they still have gestures and, and you can just kind of like look. But like from woman to man, I'm just like, 
some I've seen. I'm just like, I don't know. Like that. That's ridiculous. Cause like you can't even tell in the bone structure and shit. The lips, the nose. I don't know if they've had surgery or whatnot, but like they've had a good surgeon. But I mean, they say like the younger you Man, do now it, now I get it. Like, easier. cause I like I thought it was pretty funny when Jim Norton's like, "Yeah, I fucked a tranny." Dude, that would fool me. Well, so this was actually yeah. an ongoing thing back in the day on like, I think it was Opie and Anthony legit and Joe DeRosa, famous LA comedian. Um, Why are you shitting on people? Nothing, because it's fun. I fair. Yeah. Carry on. Um, Joe DeRosa, I think, famously said that he would suck Bailey J's dick. Like, she's hot, that hot that I don't know she, about that. That he would do that. So you're telling me that if you saw a girl that was like perfect and it just came down there's a dick you wouldn't you know be like shit i came this far i might as well help you come i fuck perhaps but i'm not sucking no dick <laughs> would you like, take it or give it i'm no nigga <laughs> <laughs> i ain't taking shit i give you all the dick you want i ain't taking none i ain't putting none in my mouth either because like this is what i look at what's the most masculine thing you can do fuck a dude <laughs> it's not about being gay It's about being dominant bro yeah. If I fuck you in prison It's because I have to show that I'm dominant But do you know that So is I'm gonna a mentality dip my dick it? in yeah. glass And then I'm gonna fuck you <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you like, 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 like that fight in Double Dragon or is it the, what was that what movie? Joe dip, your references be so obscure nigga double, no, the movie or the game kickboxer yeah it's kickboxer where he <laughs> oh, dips, oh that Van Damme movie yeah, where he, 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 he got his yeah. hand wrapped like, in nigga, double dragon shit. the video game Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, there's no crazy fucking. What are you talking about? I knew, I knew that was wrong. But I knew when I said it, and you guys would be like, "What the fuck?" and then figure it out. I, that's what I think. I was just an educated guess I threw out there. Like, was it this movie? I know it was this, dude. But, but yeah, it's yeah. It's, I'm not yeah. that attached to my ego to say that I won't do it because I've seen these motherfuckers. It's like, dude, that looks amazing. It's just like getting past a wart on a girl's butt. Just move it out the way. <laughs> Strap it to their stomach if it's in your way. You're just trying to get in the hole. You're trying to come. It's just a hole. <laughs> Shit. It's just a fucking hole. What they gonna do? Call you gay? Okay, now what? Now what? <laughs> I get booked yeah, more. Yeah, isn't that right? good now in this world? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get booked more. Hooray. This is what I believe. Hamill's <laughs> just like, maybe I'll fuck a hot tranny. And then he's like, nah. When I think and then about I'm going to go home and be like, I don't know, man. How hard a train are we talking about? Dude, somebody wanted a chick with a dick. Like we just talked about. We create what we want with, with our thoughts. You don't think a motherfucker want a chick with a dick? We got pocket pussies. We got every variety of pussy. You don't think somebody wanted that? Somebody wanted that. So they here. And it's just the evolution of sexuality. They here. Did you see that thing? Was it Whitney Cummings that made like a had them made a make a custom sex robot of her for like her special? Yeah, and then apparently the entire world tried to order that from the same company, and they were like, "No, this was like a custom job. We're not making you a Whitney Cummings fucking." Sex <laughs> She's doll. not that hot. I don't think so either. But hey, to each their own. She's a pretty girl, but she's not like holy fuck. She's not something I'm investing in a sex bot. She's basically Eliza Schlesinger. I would with custom a lot more build talent. my sex bot with That's, more talent. With more talent. Eliza Schlesinger is just like I'm so hot. Oh my god, it's so weird all the time. Oh god. That's that for an hour. 
We're like, <laughs> yeah, I, I hate that. I hate, yeah. I hate the girls that know they're hot, but they do comedy. Like, I don't know, yeah. I'm ugly, and I'm like, you pissing the audience off. I'm telling you right yeah. now. <laughs> but, but, but uh, Whitney. Oh, Cummings, you try and tell them though. They don't huh? want to hear that shit. I know. Nope. Good God, they don't want to hear that shit. Women Sorry. hate. Women hate hearing no. Dude, let me tell you what they do though. They get ugly just so they can have a personality of being ugly. Have you seen when the girls come into comedy how they they'll come in looking great, and then after so long they look terrible because they they want that to be your personality. Like, oh look at me, I'm fat, I'm ugly, this that other. Like you wasn't, bitch. Stop eating donuts. You did that on purpose. <laughs> you say that, but when's the last time you had a donut? It's been a long, yeah, a long, they're great. Who me? Yeah. Oh no. Why? Because donuts are fucking amazing. Donuts? I have to manually stop myself every time. I don't like sweets that much. Like, oh, I, I like sweets every now favorite. and then, but like, I like Dunkin' Donuts. I don't like Krispy Kreme. Fuck I don't like yeah. a lot of cream on donuts. I don't like all the sweet shit. My like, man. Like, Dunkin' Donuts has the right amount of sweet shit for me. Fuck yeah. Dunkin' Donuts all the way. Dunkin' Donuts is a shitty donut. <laughs> I like Dunkin' Donuts. Fair. That's what why they sh- exist. It, it, is because it tastes people good want to different my taste shit. Blood, so it's not shitty. Hey man, plus it's like it's like our thing in Boston, you know, or New England, I should say. It doesn't I, make it good, man. Racism is a thing it. in the South. <laughs> it's a food. It's, who, it's good. <laughs> okay. Whoever it's good to. I got one for you. I was in the bodega on the other corner of this block sure. yesterday or today. The one that sells pie. No, the next, next to, to the that. one that sells pie. Yeah, sure, yeah. and because they, they sell pickles there, like full pickles and hot pickles. Okay, uh-huh. so it's. Something I've never just seen for sale. What? In, you ain't been in the hood. Yeah. But this guy's <laughs> buying. James grew up with money. <laughs> this, this guy's buying one, and the girl behind him is like, you from the South? She's like, I don't know anybody from De- I didn't know they did pickles in the in Denver. It's a South thing. You eat that with a candy cane? Candy, yeah. What the fuck? Sweet like, sour, nigga. It sounds... Bizarre. It's sweet and sour. That's all it is. That's just how they came about. Oh, that's amazing. I never thought of that. <laughs> that is great. I didn't know this. Hamill just got a quarter chubby. Did you see I it? did. Look I how did. excited he is. <laughs> I got dude, this is hard. the widest his eyes have been yeah. all night. He's alert and pay- dude, this is Hamill got excited. I am amazed. That is amazing. So what how what is the manner in which you do you like suck on a candy cane and then while eating a pickle? Or do you like Some, put the candy cane in, in, in the in pickle? The yeah, yeah, I'll stick it in the middle. You skewer through, yeah. I never was into it, but I've seen it a lot. What? Like I like I like I don't like the big pickles. I like pickle slices, and I don't like to eat pickles. I just like to suck the juice off of them. <laughs> I like pickles. Uh, I'm isolating Dude, that. <laughs> I will take a pickle. I'll take the pickle juice, and I'll take one pickle slice, and I'll just keep dipping it back in there and putting it in my mouth, sucking on it. <laughs> I just like pickle juice. Dude, pickle candy canes? You can buy, that shit's delicious. You can buy pickle juice without pickles in it. I know. Oh, you can buy pickle candy canes. I've had somebody gave me some. Yeah, you know they why you it. buy pickle juice without pickles in it? It's for cocktails. That's why they made that. Was just well, I, I could just dip it. That reminds me of uh, who's that? Hannah's Hannibal Burns jokes when he's like, "I flick pickle juice on there for flavor." <laughs> oh no, Bill, come on. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh yeah. So that's Hannah's that's like, it. I'm home. I'm, I'm gonna be blitzed. Yeah, that right there. God damn, that's amazing. That's amazing to me. Hamill's excited. I am blown the fuck away. This we is got like candy canes upstairs. I know. Oh I just God, we can God. make this happen. I don't really like pickles, but yeah, I give it a go. I like pickles when appropriate. I love pickles. Bread and butter on a fucking sandwich is the balls. A oh, bread and butter pickle, like on the sandwich. Yeah. Hell, fuck shit. Yeah. Um, 
No. Nah, man. I uh, that Bill Burr drop in eight days. Ooh, the new so, one. <laughs> What's that on? <coughs> Netflix. Yeah. So I would. We didn't really. We kind of talked about it last week, but like the the Chappelle thing, right? I put a post on Facebook. It basically asked the question: Why the fuck is that movie at a zero percent rating? Because everyone's still tomatoes. just watching it instead of looking it up like and rating it. Critics have been like, it's been like a critical thing. No, like, it's at zero because the yeah. five reviews that it has to aggregate are all intensely negative. That's why it has a zero. It's not because nobody's seen it yet. It's yeah. because the people that have filed reviews of it, it is 100% negative and therefore has a Rotten Tomatoes score of exactly zero, yeah. at least at time of posting. That's good. That's exactly what he wanted. If that's why he started, the, that's why he started the special with the you. Prince songs. No, no, he started the, the, he started with the Prince song, and it was saying, "I'm finna party like it's 1999." This special because tomorrow when I wake up, it could be destruction day for the shit I'm about to say. That's what he wanted. He knew exactly what the fuck was gonna happen. That's why he called it sticks and stones, and that's why he went as hard as he went. That's why he said maggot so loud. He wanted people to get upset. He wanted people to shit on it because now if you can cause controversy. That will spread your shit faster if you're trying to help anybody. There you go. You think it's a marketing ploy or is yes. it? I don't. I think it's. I, no, I think that's the way he is, and I think he's just. I think he's like I'm not going to give in to you, so you can control me. So I'm going to push you to your limits and show you that you don't have any real power. I have a theory on that. What? Um, and I'm very high right now, so you just give me a minute with this one. <laughs> um. I think he knew what he was going up against with this one, and I knew that he. I think what he thought was like, okay, if this goes super bad, I can power through this. I have the money, I have the like the talent behind me, as far as like the reputation behind me, where I could power through this. But I think he kind of trailblazed the way to get through all this bullshit and get to the other side, and he's there. He made it. He's one of the few guys that's made it through all the bullshit lately. Because like a lot of people will go through bullshit and then like get three quarters of the way through. And then realize it's just too much of a slog, and then you just fucking give up with like the apology of like like Louis did, you know what I'm saying, or like whatever, or like what fucking what's his face did the the fucking. But Louis uh, pulled his penis out in front of people. That's a little different. I, I'm just uh, saying that once they don't like you, you're fucked. The, okay, that's fair. And that that's grounds, the angle. Yes, I'm, I'm not saying the the. Agree- Do you think Louis's dead? No, he's coming back. No, I I, I think that but joke that uh. Let him finish. No, but but he he made it through all that into the other side, and on the other side of that. Is greatness. I think this special is amazing, I do and, too. and I think he'll be remembered for this special for a long fucking time. Uh, I thought it was so good, I laughed my balls off. I did, even though I was watching it with Spanish subtitles, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I watched it on the internet illegally. Sorry, Dave. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, Dave, Netflix but, already paid him. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but anyway, so what, what I'm saying is, is that like this will go down as a great special because he held a mirror to everybody. Like when you start it, it's dude the balls on the guy to come out first joke and be like. I'm doing an impression. If you say anything about that, that, that whole thing where he goes, you motherfuckers, you. You are the worst motherfuckers to perform to I've ever had in my fucking life. To start off a special, to start a special saying that is fucking amazing. And the that's the one thing comedy is missing nowadays. No fuck, and I don't mean this like in a gender way. I'm just saying there's no balls anymore. Whatever you try, people try to cut you to fuck down. Be like, you, who you do you know why? why? No, you can't. I can't. Oh, I gotta argue it, that. Hammer. You can. I gotta argue. You that. can do what I, the fuck you want to do if you know what you're doing. Yeah. A lot of people try to get up here and they try to 
they try to use comedy as a means to shit on groups of people that they don't particularly like. Yeah. They're not trying to have any understanding. They're not trying to have any discussions because what Dave Chappelle said, it wasn't vulgar in the least. It's no. only vulgar if you're ashamed of what you're doing. Yeah. He started conversations. He didn't say anything bad really about anybody. You see what I'm saying? So you can do it if you know what you're doing. It's, it's, it's there to be done. I do it all the time. I do what the fuck I want to do because I know what I'm doing and I'm gonna back it up with facts and reasoning with and with. No, I I, I understand. Well, what I'm yeah. saying though is like it's just. And he's famous, dude. He yeah. can get away with a lot more shit than the average person can get away from because they can cut you off now before you ever get to anybody. But he's made his money. Yeah. You can't stop him. You can't stop that. Oh trend. yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You though. got he got he has fans worldwide. So the amount of people that hate him has to go up against the amount of people that love him, and that's they're gonna clash in the middle. It's not gonna stop him from doing anything. Yeah. I just I don't know, I just think that like, it was just a great special and yeah, the flack that it's getting I think is just undeserved. That's all I'm saying. No, I he made yeah. it to get that flack. Yeah. Because now it's everywhere. Everybody knows about it. If you don't know Dave Chappelle, you know Dave Chappelle now. Go ahead. Uh A, I think it was an amazing special. I think Dave is the goat. Yeah. Uh B, you said something a minute ago about how there's no balls in comedy or something like that. It is, it's lacking. I should I should re- rephrase it. It's lacking. It's uh, not, you just got to get out there, brother. No, no, no. I, 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 I have a joke. I have a school shooter joke that ends with my me getting my daughter high. Yeah, that fucking crushes. Yeah. No, I mean I got like, uh, just concept yeah. alone. That joke is balls I, out. I, I, that's I'm not saying this isn't. Oh, Jesus Christ, this isn't coming from like a person. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying just. The road is is pretty. It's shitty now because like they just so the, the road to tell the truth has always been shitty. Yeah, it's not you fun. get on that motherfucker. Be ready to deal with it. That's that's all it is. Yeah. You got too many. I keep telling people you got people that got into comedy because they thought it was easy. So they're taking oh, yeah. the easy route. What do you want to hear? That you, that's why you hear all this clapter. It's just I'm going to say what you already agree with. I'm not here to make you think because I don't think. <laughs> I don't think any farther than what you think. I'm just regurgitating your thoughts in a comedic presence back to you because that gives me the validation of being a comedian and thinking I'm funny. That's all it is. But the true motherfuckers like Bill Burr, Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle, all these people, they had to sit in the background for 30, 20, 30 years and watch motherfuckers do that bullshit. But then what you find out is that people want to hear unique voices. They want the truth. People ultimately want to get better. No matter how much they ridicule you, they want to hear it. And so those people emerge eventually. They just have yeah. a much harder role than the people that's willing to sell their soul to get a little fame. That's it. Anything else, gentlemen? Oh, uh, shit, it's 9 o'clock. Um, uh, I'm like kind of not doing shows right now. I, Sorry, I'm high. I'm trying to form a sentence. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> I am not currently at a show in production at this current moment. <laughs> That's how we're going out. I like. I-